Let's go. Here we go. Let's go. It's back on the air. The season's over. Now the real season begins. The playoffs. I'm Jim Gray along with Tom Brady. Our program is brought to you by Delta Airlines. We know that making it to the playoffs is not the end of the journey. You need resilience and perseverance to keep climbing toward the goal line. Visit Delta.com to book your next adventure. And the next adventure begins this week, Tommy. How are you, pal? Doing good, my man. Good to see you again. And uh, this is a great, uh, it's a great day. There's a lot going on in sports and a lot of the games to digest from yesterday, which I love. And then, you know, knowing what's on the horizon next week. So um, just a lot of, a lot of good times. It's, it's, it's winter time and then in the colder parts of the country down here in South Florida, it's still pretty nice. Still feels like midsummer. So I'm loving that. We got a real special guest coming up. Uh, Lamar Jackson, he's got the week off, but uh, not here on Let's Go. He's coming on with us, and uh, Baltimore Ravens earned the bye along with the San Francisco 49ers, so we look forward to that. Tom, a lot of teams have gone home, and a lot of teams are getting ready for wild card weekend. Um, You've participated in the playoffs so much, but for a lot of guys, the season's over, and they're already looking forward to next season. Uh, How does that hit these guys when they've put so much into it and, and, and it comes to an end? You know, it's a marathon. It's the NFL season. It goes and goes and goes. And you're lucky to escape healthy at the end of a long season. A lot of these guys are banged up. So it's a little recalibration with their family and friends. You get a chance to do some things that you haven't done. But, you know, the teams that are in the playoffs, those are the ones that, you know, they've got a, um, you know, they get a rejuvenation to them. There's a little bit of a spark physically, mentally, and emotionally for them to go out there and Worked hard to get to this point. You could see a lot of the celebration in the locker room. I love like the the Houston uh, Texan celebration in the locker room with C.J. Stroud and D'Amico and them going crazy and having fun. And uh, John Harbaugh, when they clinched the number one seed, they were going crazy. And there's the thrill of victory. There's the agony of defeat. And that's what we're so used to in sports. And when you're a part of the fan base that sees your team move on, man, you're excited today. Monday morning, you wake up and you're like, all right, here we go. You know, everyone's 0-0. And now we get a chance to go to go make it. So it's a uh, it's a fun time of year. This is the 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 cream has certainly rised to the top. It takes all even all the people, the pundits of of you know in September, who's going to win the Super Bowl, and you know which team is there, and everything changes. That's why you go seventeen weeks. And I've said this before to you. You know you don't judge a boxing match at the end of the third round. You got to wait for them all to play out. And I think that's the important part when I watch sports is I want to see in totality everything that happened, the whole season, how you dealt with losses, how you dealt with wins, how you dealt with injuries, how you dealt with bad calls, how you dealt with emotional wins, how you dealt with road losses or a disappointing defeat where you were a big favorite. And it all plays out in the end. I think the teams that are really resilient, that have a great foundation of success within the building and I'm talking about organizationally, you know, from the owners to the, to the executives, to the coach, to the culture drivers of the team, they have to embrace all these adversities as ways to grow. And that's the only way you can really bring out the true strength in your team. And, you know, it's a challenge probably in a lot of, not just football, a lot of parts of society. What do you do when things don't go your way? Does it motivate you to work harder or does it do the opposite and, you know, get you a little more depressed and feel like, Oh, you lose hope. And I think the great teams are the ones that lose deal with the adversity, learn from it, and then move forward. And They've actually put themselves in a better position as they move forward. I remember every so often when you were a Patriot, you'd say, 
it sucks to lose. You just kind of knew that things weren't right. And so there's a couple of teams that kind of limp here into the playoffs, specifically the Eagles, who were trying to come back after what had happened to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl last year. They've lost five or six games, and you know they're just not playing well. And, and everything seems like it's in disarray. Brown gets hurt yesterday. And yeah. Now they go and play your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, you yeah. know, who get into the playoffs very similar to how you did last year. And you know it's just off. Can things yeah. turn around in four or five days? They certainly can. I mean, I don't think you put it past the idea of people turning around for some particular reason. But what, to me, what's really the catalyst to turn it around? Why are things going to be different? Why are things going to change? And it's not like you can go 17 weeks plus six weeks in the preseason plus a bye week that's 24 weeks and go, okay, now we're going to fix ourselves on a Monday night and Tuesday night and be, be ready to practice for Wednesday. You know, you're, you're pretty much at where you're at. You know, you'd love to be at this point healthy. You'd love to be playing well. But if you're not that healthy and you're not playing well, the chances are you don't have a great chance. It doesn't mean it can't happen. There's absolutely times where teams 9-7 and seven have the, won the Super Bowl, got in. I know the Giants did when they beat us in 07. Giants did, I think, it again in um, in 2011 season when they beat us. So, you know, they kind of found a way in and then got hot at the right time. But for the most part, you want to be healthy and playing well. And I've been on both those teams. I don't, I've been on both sides. I've been on the side where, man, we were really ascending and playing well. And I've been on the other side where you could see the crest was kind of, we're headed the opposite direction. And tough way to go, but that's just reality. And there's... How many teams in the playoffs? 14 teams in the playoffs. In the end, only one of them are going to be happy about the final outcome. And that's going to be the team that earns it. And this is the march toward that. And it's a tough march because there's not a lot of margin of error. The stakes are high. There's a lot of pressure. Now, the football game's the same. But if you lose, there's no next week, obviously. And that should, that should engage your focus and concentration in a different way. And if it doesn't, then you got to pick a new sport to play because that's what you're not going to have a chance to succeed much in the, in the grand scheme of things. But you know, you get to these big moments. That's what you you want to put yourself in this position to go out there and do something that your team has been working all year for. And you know, that's at least a chance to play this weekend. And then beyond that, you got to earn it. And certainly, nothing against the Philadelphia Eagles who are playing. My all my friends at the Tampa Bay Bucks, and if if the Tampa does go on to win the Super Bowl, I, I am expecting an honorary eight Super Bowl ring for just getting out of the way of obviously <laughs> last year. And uh, you know, our you were the problem, year. huh? <laughs> I mean, I had a great time. It was a remarkable time. We didn't have we we had a great time. We're brought to you by Mastros. Indulge in the finest steaks, superior seafood, and melt in your mouth butter cake, all while immersed in an extravagant setting. Visit Mastros.com for reservations right now. We're going to get back to the playoffs, Tom, but the playoffs, playoffs, Playoffs. but there are names that go together in sports, Russell and Wilt, Ollie and Frazier, Shaq and Kobe and Brady and Belichick yesterday, Bill Belichick and the Patriots uh, in what a lot of people believe is his final game uh, at Foxborough. Uh, in the snow and the cold, lost to the Jets, and the apocalypse is here. The Jets won a game after 15 times losing to the Patriots. W- what are your thoughts uh, on Bill Belichick and uh, the incredible run that has gone on in New England? Well, I'm not going to speculate on any 
future things. I'd have no knowledge of any of that happening. But, you know, I loved my opportunity when I was there. And, and any time you lose 10 a year, it's tough. And, you know, you, you'd like to be playing in the playoffs. And if you're not, then, you know, you're on the outside looking in. You got you to gotta figure out how to get back there. So it's going to be a, um, you know, a lot of teams are trying to figure out who, what your friends say. Uh, there's only one team happy and 31 others are looking for answers. I think the, that was the great Al Davis. Too. Yeah, Al Davis exactly. had said that. So uh, One team you know, wins. It's a vicious struggle to be number one. One team wins. The other 31 are looking for answers. Yeah, that's that sums it up. That sums up the NFL football and competition in general. And so we await on all of these coaching decisions, and it's been a, a difficult day already with Arthur Smith getting uh, dismissed last night and Ron Rivera, who I'm personally very fond of, uh, who I think has done a terrific job uh, in his coaching career in a very difficult situation in Washington, a classy guy. And uh, we yeah. wish him all the best. And we'll see what happens across the league as uh, some coaches lost uh, their job during the year as well. I think those are all tough situations for anyone losing a job. A players lose their jobs every single week in the NFL too. So they call it like Black Monday or Black Two, whatever it ends up being. But this is just the way sports are. You lose a guy. There's a players that are getting cut every Monday or Tuesday. So I don't want to minimize that they've gotten released as well. They contribute a lot to the NFL. A lot of these coaches have been great coaches in the NFL. And I have a lot of respect for the contributions all these players make to, you know, making the league what it is. It's a great league and there's great games. And I watched a lot of games from a lot of different places this year. And there's an appreciation that I have that all these guys are putting into it. I was thinking about Aaron Rodgers this morning and, you know, they beat the Patriots. He wasn't on the field. You know, a lot of their season was doomed from the first game of the year. And and I know you, and I, and I, and I know Matthew Slater's close to your heart, and, and he's retired. Yeah. Slate's, you know, Slate's got to make decisions personally for him as well. So guys retire, guys are fired, guys get injured, coaches are fired. You know, it's it's just the reality of the league. So what can you do? Appreciate it for what we have. It's a great league. Like I said, there's great players. There's there's a great game last night. I, I saw the Buffalo Dolphin game last night. Watched Josh Allen last night rebound from a really tough first half to lead his team to another division championship. So it's going to be a lot of ups and downs and a lot of adversities, you know, during the season and, you know, going into the postseason, who deals with it the best? We got Lamar Jackson. Should be fun. Stay with us another, right here on our next segment. Another great QB. He's a great guy, so likable, and uh, what a year he's had. We're brought to you by K Jewelers. Make your engagement truly unforgettable by custom designing your dream ring with K. Book an appointment with a K expert at K.com or visit your local store and celebrate every kiss with K. Ravens, Lamar Jackson joins Tom Brady and myself right here on Let's Go. Coming up next, stay with us right here on Sirius XM. I'm Jake Mintz. And I'm Jordan Schusterman, and we are the hosts of Baseball Barbacast. If you're listening to Tom Brady's podcast and you're thinking, I wish I knew more about the last active athlete to be drafted by the Montreal Expos, then boy, do we have a baseball podcast for you. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're talking about Tom Brady. No, mostly we're talking about baseball, and you should join us and download Baseball Barbacast on the SXM app, available with all of our trials and popular plans, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That's B-A-R-B-Cast. Let's go! Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray, along with Tom Brady and Larry Fitzgerald. We got a really special guest here, Lamar Jackson, soon to be two-time MVP, 
of the NFL. Our program is brought to you by American Express. You know, it's easy to get excited about going to the game. You just love hearing the sound of the whistle or smelling the game day concessions all the way from your seat. It's the stuff that reminds you of the thrill of the game. And, you know, Amex will be with you every step of the way because when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Lamar Jackson, he's the MVP in the National Football League back in 2019, won the Heisman Trophy. I'm going to say it. He's my MVP as we go through the season here, as we get ready for the playoffs. Lamar, Tommy, take it away. Thanks for joining us. Jim, you don't even get a vote, so it doesn't matter what you think. But, uh, <laughs> I have a vote, and I just voted. <laughs> okay, well, good. Lamar, you know, I obviously I love seeing you and, and everything you've accomplished this far in, in your career. And you bet on yourself in a lot of different ways, and you've got a chip on your shoulder. And I've always appreciated, um, you know, the way you – obviously the way that your teammates feel about you, I think that says a lot. You know, that's what I've always realized with the respect of my teammates was what I always – sought out and they do that because the, the you know the way you play the way you care about them and uh, you know the way you care about the team so first time i ever really noticed you was that high school highlight where you put the brakes on the guy and he went flying by okay. yeah. and uh you know not that i've ever had that experience in my entire life so i i don't even know what that feels like uh, but now you're doing that at the highest level and um you come a long way so Really happy for you and love seeing your success. You know, you're the reason why people watch the NFL because guys like you and uh, you just had an amazing career. So thanks for coming on. I appreciate that. It means a lot from you. (laughs) That means a lot. uh, You know, because those highlights and things like that, even what you did in college, you know, going into the draft, a lot of of analysts thought you were a running back. Mm -hmm. And, you know, nowhere ever called me a running back. I would have taken that as a compliment. Um, (laughs) But did you ever did you ever have that kind of like I told you so that chip on your shoulder type moment with all the doubters that you know now that you're on the verge of you know potentially winning a second MVP um, do you, did you have that chip on your shoulder still? Uh, to be honest, I, I definitely do still have that chip on my shoulder. Um, I don't think I don't think uh, I've, I have accomplished what I wanted to yet, so that's why that chip is still on my shoulder. What is that that you want to still accomplish? I want that Super Bowl. Like that's that's the, you know, that's the accolade that I really want. Like so bad, you know. I've been chasing that for a long time. You know, since since like high school. You know, just winning a, a state championship. You know, college winning a national championship. But since I didn't complete those two, I, I got to complete this one. You know, and I, I feel like we have the team to do it. We have the, the guys in the building, coaching staff. You know, training staff, equipment guys. Like you know, we we got everything we need right now. So. I get that. I, I feel like I'll probably let the, the chip, like, you know, just marinate a little bit. I still have it. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, you're not the only one that says that. I saw Odell. He, you know, he was after the last game, I think it was, he said is the best team he's ever been on. And that's a guy that's won a Super Bowl. So, you know, what's that mean coming from a guy like Odell? And then, you know, have you, how, how much have you loved, you know, his energy and enthusiasm, and all his dance moves? You know, seeing those up close and personal too, and, and obviously him being in a wide receiver room this year. Man, just um, just from him saying that, you know, that making that statement that that, that means a lot to not just me, but I, I feel to our team because he, like you said, he already won a championship. You know, he's been there, experienced, didn't know know what it feels like to have one, and you know, with the dance moves and just his energy, just him being himself. You know, at first. Odell, you know, um, he was quiet. You know, he, he really was trying to, I guess, trying to get a feel for the team, you know. 
But now, yeah. you know, he's just being himself, you know, a uh, friendly guy, funny guy, you know, uh, love making everybody laugh, man. He's still Odell Beckham. You know, he's still making yeah. spectacular on the field. You know, when his number's called, it's like, you know, it's no doubt in my mind, you know, I'm going to give him a shot. And he always make a great, a great catch up, make something happen for us. What caused you to bet on yourself? What what gave you the confidence, you know, with all of the pressure, not only with the contract, but, you know, to just continually have that belief that your feelings and your thoughts superseded all of the all of the external pressure? Uh, just, you know, just being myself, you know, um, I really wasn't thinking about uh, how other people live their life or did anything. You know, I was just pretty much like I'm good on, you know, agents and anything like that because I felt I knew what they was there for, you know, um, and it's not a bad thing, you know, um, agents will help you out, you know, in the business life, you know, you just want to focus on strictly football, but I felt like I had everything, in, you know, in my control. So if, if things, if I have the things that I can control in my hand, I feel like there's no doubt in my mind I would succeed with anything I do, you know, with God on my side, uh, him being the, the, the first person, you know, with anything I do, I'm going to include God, you know, no matter what. And he's helped me every step of the way and he's helped me now. I had a great relationship with Coach Belichick when I played, and he was a big reason why I was able to be so successful. And so much, I think, the success of, like, young players coming in the league and when you were, you know, you get drafted to a place that's, you know, had a really good history. You know, there's a good culture of winning. You, They have championship teams, a lot of, you know, Hall of Fame players, and, and you came into a situation with Coach Harbaugh, who's been one of the great coaches in the NFL. So he's had a lot of success, and it seems like, you know, he's always looking for your input in games and the things you want to do. So, you know, how do you feel like your guys' relationship has grown over the years? It's, it's grown tremendously. Uh, from like you, what you just said, you know, him just, you know, just asking for my opinion with anything. I'm like, man, he don't, when he asks me for my opinion, I pretty much go to the guys and see how they, the guys feel. You know? <laughs> Coaching, it's not like he's trying to make it about me, but, you know, it's head coach, then quarterback, you know. But it's like, man, I need my guys to be in sync with me at the same time because those guys busting their, busting their behind as well, just like I am, you know. But if your team, if it's just you making all the decisions and you making it feel like it's just you out there, it's like, nah, that team don't have a chance. But you involving your team after your coach, your head coach coming to you and ask you something, I involve my team. That's just pretty much we in sync with everything we do. So that, that's, that right there is just building a relationship with me, him, and the team as well, you know, not just us. Lamar, how much has your game changed? Uh, how much have you uh, altered um, your game? And, and how much do you think about preservation when you're running that ball all the time? And has that caused you to become more of a passer? Oh, my God. I, I believe my I changed my game a lot, just mindset. You know, uh, take, taking what the defense gives me a lot, you know, uh, just knowing when to run. Uh, just um, just conserving my body and stuff like that, you know, from when I'm sitting the defense tied, okay, then, you know, we can get these yards right here, make it more tired, you know, get them more exhausted. So now you can go through your reads, you know, the defense line tied. They don't really, they're really not rushing. So we got more time than we, you know, than we initially have, stuff like that, man. And perseverance with running the ball, I don't know. I just, you know, I just try to make something happen, but play it safe at the same time. <laughs> Tom, I'd like I, to see you running, do you, Tommy? Well, I, I mean, it does put you in harm's way, but if there's someone who could do it, it's, it's, you know, it's just Lamar's style, and he's so twitchy, and he's so got such a great burst. It's hard to get a clean shot, but I do agree, like, you know, for him to, to, to understand exactly when he's doing the risk-reward associate, and I tell that to Josh when I talk to him, and, 
And I see a lot of guys, too. I, I do want to see the quarterbacks protect themselves a little bit more because it just takes one hit on your shoulder. And, mm-hmm. like, we do want a long career. And you have the ability – you know, I I ran for, like, a 1,000 yards in my whole career, 23 <laughs> seasons. How many quarters of football does it take for you to run a 1,000 yards? Like, three? <laughs> I mean – it's it's pretty unbelievable, and it, and very few people have had that style. You know, I, I was, I think the most unbelievable thing for me is, I, I like, I caught a pass once, right? We did like a quarterback throwback, snapped the ball to the halfback, threw it to the, uh, and I caught it, and I ran like fifteen yards. I was so tired. <laughs> I actually threw an interception on the next play. I was like, I'm just throwing it up in the air. Intercepted, and it was like we lost all our momentum. And I'm sitting here watching you play, and I'm like, you never look tired out there. You never yeah. look – and I'm sure you are. But, yeah. like, are there games where you come out and you're like, oh, man, I'm just – that was too much. I can't do that much. I mean, uh, what game was it this year when I was tired like that? Oh, no. It's probably one of the games when I just ran so much. Like, so, Coach Monk has caught me sometimes. Like, I can make one of those runs, and I get back, and he's like, oh, warp, 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 warp. I'm like, oh, fuck. no, not right now, you know. And then I got to make a decision to read, and then it's one of those reads where I got to pull the ball and run, and it's like, bro. <laughs> like, I done been there no, no. times, you know. But I don't know. I, I, I guess the kid in me. The kid, the kid in me just keeping me, like, energized, like, really. You know, I don't really think practice can do it. I think just, like, the fun, the love of the game just gets me going. Yeah, well, happy birthday, you know, as a, as a, as a 27-year-old. And, I, and I'm going to love, you know, to see how you continue to grow as a player, too, you know, because you've had this style of play. And you're, I think the important thing for you in your career is you're going to have to continue to grow and evolve every year. You know, everyone knows what you can do in your strengths. And my view is, like, great, what are our weaknesses? What do we have to improve on? You know, what parts of our game do we always have to make a little bit better? Because people understand your strengths. Mm-hmm. They also see, okay, well, these are the areas we think that can slow him down. And I think for you to stay ahead of everybody, mm-hmm. you have to go, okay, this is what they're thinking. This is what I got to spend my time and energy on. I, I find most players always wanted to spend time on things that they were good at. You know, right. like receivers who were fast, they just wanted to work on their speed in off season. Mm-hmm. You know, linemen who were strong just wanted to work on their strength, right. you know, as opposed to like, I think linemen should work on how well they bend on, mm-hmm. you know, how low they can, you know, how, how they can get in real powerful position and strike people. Receivers, right. you know, they want to run straight ahead fast, you know, but how often do you want to run in cuts and out cuts and those routes that are really what their job is? You know, it's very rare that we run straight down the field. I mean, right. just on goal routes. But, right. you know, for receivers, so I think for quarterback, it's the same thing. Identifying, okay, these are the areas where I want to improve so I can continue to, you know, play like an MVP, which you've certainly done since you came into the league. So, you know, I'm looking forward to watch how you continue to grow and evolve as a player because you have incredible strengths, no doubt. And it's going to be up to you as a young man, still who's only 27, and who's, you know, potentially two MVPs possibly – um, and at this rate, you'll have way more than me by the age of 45. So that's uh, – I'm looking forward to seeing that. I appreciate that, Tom. I appreciate yeah. that a lot. <laughs> Jim Gray with Tom Brady and Lamar Jackson. We're here on Let's Go. Let's Go is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Hey, Lamar, how are you going to handle the bye week and, and the off time as, as you guys get to sit back and watch everybody else play and then get ready for your next opponent? 
uh, just get our bodies in line, uh, just focus on, you know, whoever come out the game with a victory, whoever our opponent is, just study the study them like no tomorrow, you know, just try to study them at the back of my hand like I know the back of my hand because uh, this year is different, you know, on um, the playoff record or whatever, you know, people are always talking about that's going to be different, you know. Um, so, yeah, I'm just – I'm ready. I'm, I'm really excited, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm really excited, you yeah. know, um, to be in the postseason again and healthy. Um, I'm definitely excited. Lamar, yeah. one of the things that you've had so much in common with Tom is, is the love of his parents. Um, Tom's been with him – his whole way. You lost your dad, unfortunately, when you were eight years old, but your mom's your superhero. And uh, she also helped you negotiate your contract. She was your coach when you were a young, young boy. Um, Just tell us about how she's been every step of the way with you. You still live with her and and, and what she means. Yeah, she means a lot, man. Like, like you said, she was my coach, basically my mentor, you know, throughout my whole life. Uh, That person God gave me, you know, to make the right decisions and stuff like that. Like, Anytime, you know, you got the, the the choice to do something like you know you shouldn't be doing it or like something the right way, you know, and there's always her voice just popping up in my head like, you know, the right right and wrong and stuff like that, you know. So she's pretty much just been my, my lifely coach, <laughs> you know. I just want to see great, you know. Um, like, well, like any um, other parent um, would, you know, from their child, they want them to be great, want them to be safe, you know, motivated, uh, keeping God first with everything I do, like I always say. Um, she's just that woman, you know, that superwoman that you need. She's that person. Yeah, I think that, you know, it's that's amazing foundation that you have. You know, do you have any any personal goals as you continue to play? I know winning a Super Bowl is important, but, you know, the way you take care of yourself and so forth, you know, did you have any ideas about what you want your career to look like as you're, you know, just 27? You're just, you know, you got so much ahead of you. And you've already yeah. played a lot of football, so I feel like you have the experience, but you also have such a, you know, you have a great runway ahead, too, if you take care of yourself. Have you thought about your longevity in that sense? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, well, offseason, you know, that's pretty much when you got your plan and stuff like that. After this run, I, I definitely have a different approach on, you know, my offseason and get my body right and, and mindset for, you know, the, the following season and stuff like that. I've definitely been thinking about that a lot, you know, but I stay locked in the season, while, you know, while we're in it. Give me your soundtrack for the playoffs this year. I know it was it was Kodak Black in the past. So is there anything you're listening to now? Oh uh, man, um, any favorite songs? Favorite songs right now? I've been listening albums? to I've been artists? listening to uh, the old Lil Wayne Carter two. I've been listening That's to my era. Yeah, <laughs> like 2004 <laughs> Wayne. I've been listening to that. You know that bring me back to my my first year ever playing uh, football. It brings me back to that time, that time frame, and it's been playing out. It's been playing out pretty well. You know, that mindset, that old mindset as a kid. So it's been going what well. Moment, what moment do you as a young man remember most of Tom in his career? Oh, God. Okay. Um, <laughs> I remember a lot. I'm not going to lie to you. I remember a lot. Like, Tom was always in postseason. Like, he was always in the Super Bowl. So throughout my, throughout my childhood, it was like, you know, it's Patriots and whoever in the Super Bowl. You know, it was like Tom going to win yeah. almost every year, no matter what. Uh, dang, I'm trying to think of one. Okay, Falcons game, Falcons Super Bowl game. That was yeah. crazy. Like, that was, that was one of the greatest games ever. That made me, like, when we down in games, I'm like, but Tom Brady came back and beat the, beat the Falcons in the Super Bowl. So <laughs> no matter what, if we down to something, like, yeah. no doubt in my mind, we can come back and win the game no matter what. So that's one of the one of the ones I'm like, that was, like, that's the goat of goats right there. <laughs> like, that was crazy. 
No. Yeah, and I, I feel that way watching you play, man. I don't think you're ever out of it. I think you're always got the, the ability to inspire your teammates by your action and by your words and your humility and your toughness and your courage and not only your skill set, everybody could see that, but to me it's your intangibles that make you special. So you're never going to lose that. You just do more of that and you're going to have incredible success. So I love seeing it, man. Keep Appreciate it up. That. Appreciate that song. And your likability factor is off the charts. Don't ever lose that. Yes, sir. I appreciate you, Mr. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Vice sure. versa. Thank you, Lamar. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all. Tom, how big is that week off? How much of a help is that? It depends how well you use it. And I think if you use it to your advantage by working hard this week to prepare yourself for a good next week, then it's great. You know, I've come off these ones and not played our best. I've come off bye weeks and played our best. And it was really, you know, what use did we make of it? And if we use it in a positive way, it's positive. If we don't, it's a negative. All right, Tom. So we'll see how they use it. And uh, you enjoy your week. I'm sure you'll put your time to good use. And we will talk to you next week right here on Let's Go. Let's go. Go Blue. That's the great Tom Brady. Let's Go is brought to you by Chevron. Chevron is striving to lead the way in energy transition. From deploying carbon capture and storage to producing renewable fuels, Chevron is tackling the energy of the future from all angles. That's energy in progress. Chevron. You can hear our full-length interview with Lamar Jackson right now on the SiriusXM app, included with all SiriusXM trials and popular plans. Just search. Let's go. Our thanks to our terrific producer, Dave the Snake Hagen. I'm sure many of you wonder how come we can call a guy snake and say terrific in the same sentence, but he is. As well as to our sponsors, Delta Airlines, American Express, K Jewelers, Casamigos Tequila, Chevron, Mastro's, TB12 Sports, and Golden Nugget Hotel and Casino. Let's Go with Tom Brady and Larry Fitzgerald was produced by 199 Productions in collaboration with Scratchy Productions and Shadow Lion. Special shout out as well for all of his help to Ben Rowitz. Listen to the full version of Let's Go every week on the SiriusXM plan included with all SiriusXM trials and popular plans. Just search Let's Go. Now for Tom Brady and Larry Fitzgerald, I'm Jim Gray. We'll talk to you again next week right here on Let's Go on SiriusXM. Serious XM Podcasts.